Welcome to the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Let's join our geeky hosts on this week's episode. And welcome to another episode of Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. The only podcast where we geeks drink, give you our opinions and things on stuff. Yes, all the stuff. All the stuff. With all the drinks. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Matt. I'm Adam. All right, folks. Well... This episode's coming out um, the week before Christmas. Yes. So, this week we're going to talk about a game that, if you have not played it, you should ask for it as your Christmas stocking stuffer. You know, I picked this one up a few weeks ago yeah. for my birthday. Half price. Yeah, I got it, it for under 30. Out this year. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, but before we talk about our topic or our drink, you know what this means. It means you have to find, follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff at Geek Drink Pod. Yep. Facebook, Instagram, X, TikTok, Discord, uh, IgniteYourSaberInMe.net. The different stances. The different stances.com. With your saber. <laughs> uh, JediSlaveDriver.org. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. .gov. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well played, yeah. sir. Yeah. Well played. Alright, folks. But make sure you leave a comment. Let us know what you think of this week's episode, past week's episodes, um, and help us get into more ear holes. Yes. Alright, folks. Well, now we've gotten the uh, the mumbo-jumbo, the preamble, the necessities out of the way. It's time to talk about our drink of the week. Grab your beverage and join along as the geeks discuss the drink of the week. Adam, you were in charge of this week's drink. What did you bring us? Yes, so I brought from uh, Colorado (coughs) Native. Um, They're up in Golden? Yes. Boulder. Golden. Golden. Yeah, Golden. Um, It's called their Winterfest. Now, when I went to the store, they actually had like a... A placard saying, like, oh, yeah, you get this, like, nice malty notes, kind of sweet, but doesn't sacrifice uh, the APV. But um, if you look on the side of the thing, what does it say to you, Matt, as the description? Oh, yeah. Maltiness, Colorado-ness. So. (laughs) 7% alcohol, 24 IBU, and... You know, one thing I like about Colorado Native is the can designs. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have Colorado Native skis. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And they've got every city in Colorado listed on the skis. That's great. Like, yeah. I actually have a snowboard that was made from, like, for Breckenridge Brewery. Um, I don't snowboard, <laughs> but I want to hang it up as more like an art piece because <laughs> it was... Gorgeous, <laughs> but um, no, but yeah, I just thought this looked interesting. Um, I was like, something kind of wintry because yeah. it's December time in our great state of Colorado. All right, so, well, cheers, cheers, brother. Mm. Very much like a Christmas ale from. Uh, yeah. Brecca. 
But it's good. Yeah. No, and like you get a lot of the malt from it. But very sweet, very nice. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like so, it. All right. all right, folks. Well, now that we've gotten our drink out of the way, it's time to talk about this week's topic. What are the geeks going to talk about this week? And if you haven't guessed, folks, we are bringing in... Survivor. Survivor, not the game show. Aww. <laughs> um, we are bringing in Jedi Survivor. So yes. Follow-up discussion. We finally finished it. <laughs> yes. The follow-up discussion to our Jedi Fallen Order episode a few weeks ago. Yes. So, um, the second of the trilogy, the third one hasn't come out yet as of this recording. Correct. Well, um, definitely not. Because <laughs> this game just came out this year. Yes. Uh, so, Adam... What do you think? Give me your first overall impressions. Okay, first off, um, I loved this game. I thought it was very well done. Um, Great cast, great performance, great gameplay. Um, It kind of ticked all the boxes for me. Um, Yeah, and so uh, for those of you that don't know, this kind of this game picks up years after the first game, and there was a novel in between the first yes. and this game. Um, but it kind of takes place nine years before the Battle of Yavin 4. Um, I know that's kind of the traditional, like, timeline. So, before Battle of Yavin. <laughs> um but no, this game was, I think, was fantastic. It was smooth. It was Yeah, heartfelt. so this game, in terms of Star Wars timeline, is happening concurrently when Obi-Wan Kenobi series is happening. Yes. Which, it makes some references between the two. Not a little bit. Tying yeah. in the, the plot lines from the two, but just little teasers and little mm-hmm. um, overall plot points from this point in the Star Wars universe. Um, so you've got a returning cast. You've got Cameron Mon- uh, Monaghan. Yep. Daniel Robrick, uh, Deborah Wilson, Ben Burt, um, as well as um, some new people coming in. Yes, you have a new cast coming in playing some new interesting characters. Yeah, <laughs> to you've, come got into their Bode, you've got Bode. You've got. yeah. Uh, Ravis. You've got. Uh, Dagon Gera, the Dark Jedi Knight. Um, you've <laughs> the got Dark Old Republic Jedi. <laughs> yes, um, you've got Centauri uh, Kree, mm-hmm. another Jedi Knight from the Old Republic era. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a lot of. Um, I mean, and I think this is like one of the first modern. Like, granted, I'm a big fan of the Knights of the Old Republic yes. games, but this was kind of the first time I think we've really seen. <clears throat> some of the old republic start to pop up a little bit more in kind of mainstream star wars games and i mean you you'd be the one to tell me a little bit more if the old republic pops up a lot more in the shows but not quite okay so we'll just say hey this is popping up for yeah the first time and this is where a lot of star wars media is headed to lately is the High Republic era, mm-hmm. um, at least in their novels and, and young adult media, which is good. Um, it's a nice change of pace to kind of go a little bit backwards. Now, I think they have like a show in development for the High Republic. 
Yes, that's a couple years out still, but we've got Skeleton Crew coming out soon, which we, in the current era, that we're dipping a lot of stuff in. Understood. Um, so, yeah, you know, uh, definitely a... If you had played the first game, it kind of seamlessly starts the second game in terms of you're not relearning a lot of your Jedi skills. You know, you can do a lot of the stuff you were able to do previously. Mm-hmm. What this game really focuses on is new lightsaber types and styles and fighting stances. Yes. A so, few new abilities, but... <coughs> yeah, you've got um, the single blade, the double blade that like we had last time. Now yeah. you've got the... Cross guard, you can... Cross guard, the blaster. Do the, like, not... Like, because... In the first game, and I know we mentioned this on the other episode, it was more like split blade, where yep. it was like quick little attacks, but you can officially split blade, um, blaster, and lightsaber. Um, Which is why my least used combo. I never did it. Like I, I did mean, it at first when it made you, and then I was like, I really don't the, have a need. The only time I ever did it was like, because there's, uh, like, you can, like, jump on animals and yeah. ride them around and the blaster was kind of useful. Yeah, other than that, that, you know, for but, me it felt very cumbersome to have to use your lightsaber to charge a blaster. Correct. Yeah. And for me that was like, okay, this is not beneficial to my fighting style, my play style. Correct, yeah. So I guess, uh, Matt, let me ask you, what was the fighting style you used the most? Uh, dual blade. Okay. Like dual wielding, I should say. Dual not, wielding, yeah. not the and then double blade is my second. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I use pretty much single blade, and then for certain boss fights, cross guard. Yes. Um. What that, was your hardest boss fight? Let me just ask you that right now. Oh gosh. So I think you and I had a conversation about this on a previous episode. The Ravis fight. Well. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, there were a few fights where you're kind of like, I, I was sitting there and I was struggling. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I always try to play games on, like, the normal difficulty. Like, I don't try to go to, like, the heroic or legendary or, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, hard or those sort of things. I try to play it how the um, developer kind of intended you to play it. But uh, I remember you said that you had to like turn it down. Just a hair for that one, yeah. For one, and I had to do the same thing. Oh, yeah. It was... It got, like, it got a little too much, especially where there's, like, four kind of cut scenes. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like you, you beat him down so much, and then there's a cut scene. And then his tentacle arms are out, and it's just like, oh, God. Yeah, but... Like, I think, um, who, so, wait, who played the, who was the, the Dark Jedi from the Old Republic? It was... Um, so, Gera, Dagan Gera. Okay. Played by Cody Fern. Yeah, so, that last fight, sorry, don't want to spoil anything, that, I think, was the one where I finally turned it down. That wasn't too bad for me. Um, really? Like, yeah. the one where he's, like, pinning you against the ceiling? That was... It was good. Um, that, was that got me. No, the, the Ravis fight was the hardest one for me. Okay. But, yeah, for me, it was... That one kind of got me stuck for a bit, and that that's when I was trying to do uh, different fighting styles, and it's like, okay, 
if you do the double bladed like single hill yeah that's great for dealing with multiple <coughs> and but not good for one-on-one combat so that's why i always went like single blade for a lot of this stuff but then i was just like okay i'll go cross guard because i can at least like beat the crap out of them and deal more damage but <laughs> the only thing i didn't like about the cross guard stance was how long the charge up it was yeah it took a while like you're you're much slower but uh but still like interesting idea um I guess it kind of gives you like a prequel into Kylo Ren's fighting style yeah. a little oh, bit. Yeah. Even though I think Kylo Ren was like much faster with cross guard than. than do you Kyle think? Was. Let me ask you this, just off the top of my head, since you said that. <clears throat> do you think his um, his yes, speed and and ability to use the cross guard style? faster is just because of his embracing of the dark side? Yeah, who knows? I mean, um, without getting into, like, I mean, like, finally, like, Matt and I have finished the game, and this game's been out for a while, so I guess we can kind of get into, like, spoiler territory a smidgen. Um, if you haven't played the game, I highly recommend it. Matt, do you highly yeah, recommend it? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, I mean, I've got beef with certain parts of it like anyone would but you know for the most part but, I, yeah but hey it's it's worth a playthrough um if you want to stick with the story then i'd say hey pause this podcast and finish the game but if uh if you've already played through it yeah so um pretty much cal starts to take a little bit of a turn mm-hmm. to the dark side yeah, he does. Sort um, of, in, or sort of struggling with like. <coughs> that. Um, yeah, he he does just. I, mean, I think a lot of it is the same as any Jedi kind of struggles at time to time when seer. emotionally yeah. heavy hits him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the death of Seer, the um, Bode betrayal, and 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 just how that hits him, and the fact that he had trusted him. And I'll stop it right there. Was the Bode Betrayal telegraphed a little too hard? A little bit. Yes. And I think... I hate to say it. I love TikTok. It's a lot of fun to be on. But did you kind of, like... Did it kind of spoil... No, I didn't see any spoilers for it. Oh my god, I saw all these things and I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. (laughs) No, I didn't follow anything on Survivor for that when it came out. Um, it was just telegraphed, like, okay, you know what, the game's kind of short at this point, you've beat Diggin, um, and this can't be it. If this is it, I'm gonna be pissed. And then it's like, okay, here's the spoiler, huh? or here's the, here's the, here's the tale, the and you kind of, it kind of was being, ooh, what a twist, <laughs> taken that way, it, it was telegraphed, not like overly telegraphed, but it was like, he's gonna betray him. Yeah. Because you can't have... I did not expect, though, Bode to be a Jedi. <coughs> no, I didn't expect that either, which was a good... Uh... That was... That moment... Because like, I, I kind of... Like I said, because of TikTok, it kind of... I knew Bode was going to betray him. 
but I did not expect Bode to be using force powers. No, and that was a good... during that fight with Dagon, where he was getting his, like, ass kicked... (laughs) Yeah. ...by, like, force powers, I'm kind of like, I think you would have done something. I bet you he would have had Cal died. Mm Mm-hmm. So one thing I did like about that, when he finally betrayed Cal, is him pulling out his lightsaber and bleeding the crystal to turn it red in front of you. No, well, that was Dagon. No, that was Dagon. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Dagon doing that. But that was, good, that was awesome. Because Bode takes Dagon's lightsaber, lightsaber yeah. and uses that. Um, it was that speeder chase. And yeah. at the end, it was like, force push. It was like, you're not the only one that survived. Yeah. Um, oh, he said the name, he said the name, he said the name! <gasps> <laughs> we got the title. <laughs> so... You know, some some changes from this game to the last game in terms of map size. Obviously, more expansive maps. Way better yes. maps. Um, it, unlike the last game where you had to kind of follow the path and you didn't have a lot of room for exploration, this map it, like, I would allowed say, a lot of exploration. Yeah, the, the first game was a little bit more linear. Um, um, and then... Uh, yeah, it it just kind of was like, oh yeah, this was fine for the narrative, but yeah, giving yourself the ability the ability to kind of explore more. Um, now, granted, you more explore on uh, Koba, yeah, uh, and Jeddah, and and a couple of the other planets as well. Yeah, see, like I went back to like all these other planets and. There wasn't a ton of stuff to do. It's like Koba was the only one where you had, like, stuff to do. True. Like, the rumors, the... Um, finding the... Fish, <coughs> finding, like, all this stuff. So Yeah, it, the only thing really on Jetta and the, the Broken Moon really to do more of was the Bounty Hunter battles. Yeah. And then, like, Coruscant, I think you had, like, one if you went back... I only bought a few. I didn't get a chance yet. Yeah, I, I went back because I was like, okay, I have like ninety percent completion. Yeah, what I'm missing, and so, yeah. So I was gonna say, so I don't know if you noticed on the hollow table, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of planets that are blacked out, but apparently there is no DLC in the works for this game, and when I saw these planets blacked out, I was like, oh, there must be something coming, but there's nothing. So it's kind of like your end game is just if you're a completionist and you want to go get some more stuff, get whatever you want, but I'm like, there's no incentive once you finish the game to keep going. Um, Yeah, I agree, but I mean, at the same time, there wasn't much incentive to do anything else in the last game either once you yeah. beat it. But it like it made sense with that game because it was a very linear story. But like when I when you open up that hollow table, you're like, oh my god, there's like seven planets that are blacked out. And you're like, oh, is this coming soon? Is this gonna be something <laughs> we can do? So no. let me ask you this, and we'll, we'll go off on a little tangent here. Darth Vader. Good fight, bad fight. Okay. 
So before we start talking about the Darth Vader fight, um, I want to ask you a question beforehand. Uh, when you took over as Seer, okay, what did you think of that moment in the game? It was good because it showed it in perspective, mm-hmm. um, a different use of force power. She didn't have as you know, she didn't have the different stances, um, obviously, but I really did enjoy that fight sequence because it's like, all right, I'm really holding off. I'm using my force powers to block blaster bolts and shield the acolytes, not the acolytes, the uh, anchorites. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was a good fight. Yeah. It was a good so, sequence. I felt like, like, I agree. Like, when when you take over as Seer, you're like, oh my god, I'm like a supercharged Jedi. <laughs> But then you fight Darth Vader, and it's like, you're barely holding on. Which is makes tons of sense. Yeah. That is true. And so I, I was definitely, uh, I loved playing a seer. I loved the Darth Vader fight. It was hard as hell. Took me multiple times to get through it. Because it's another one that has, like, four cutscenes. So, here's what they should have done with that. It should have been you hold off as long as the game as, as you can. Mm-hmm. Obviously never beating him. But if you die at any point in that mission, that's fine. That's the natural end point of Seer's story. <clears throat> that could have been actually really good. <clears throat> I, I actually, like, I guess one of my criticisms is, like... If you die during a boss fight, you have to replay the entire boss fight. Cutscenes and all, uh-huh. and there is no way to skip them. Yeah. And it, yeah, it just... No, I couldn't. Yeah. I, On the PS, and you hit X, and then you hit circle, and you held it down, and it would skip it. Okay. I didn't know that. It's because you played on the Xbox, Adam. Are, are we really going to pull this shit? I'm just telling you that the PlayStation 5 superior ability was like... Hey, you've seen this already. Do you want to skip it? Your ability. (laughs) Right. Well, anyway, but I'm just sort of like, I'd press buttons and I'd be like, nope, you got to watch this cutscene over and over again. And so when you're battling the same person time and time (laughs) again, it's very annoying when you get like three cutscenes in and then they kill you and you're going to like, fuck, I got to go back. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, no, I, uh, I thought the Darth Vader fight was interesting. Yeah. Um, and also kind of, like, it fit in with the story really well, so, um, and it was a nice, uh, like, completion of Seer's story. It was, and, and also, uh, Cordova's story, too. Yeah. Kind of tied them up in a nice little bow and then put them on a Jedi fire. A funeral pyre. Lit them on fire. With, with flowers. That was cute. Um, <laughs> so, let me ask you this question. Before we jump into hot takes. Mm. Killing Bode and adopting his daughter as part of the crew. Thoughts? Well, so I felt like with the first game... Like, you get... It's like, you meet Seer, you meet Grease, and then you meet Marin, and you kind of become this, like, little family. Mm-hmm. 
I felt like this was kind of the same thing. Like, you, you became my little family. And it, it, it was kind of cute. And, yeah, I get the feeling Cal's got a lot of problems. And Seer kind of... Grabs him. Yeah. And it's just like, glide through this darkness. And it's kind of... She's trying to reach out to him, but I don't know if he is as perceptive as he once was. Like, but, um... It was kind of cute. Like, you know, like... Grease is a awesome guy. Like, well, Three arms and all. Yeah, well, do you know how he lost his arm? I'm sure it was in that novel. Yeah, it was in the yeah. novel. Yeah, he gets his arm cut off. And it's uh, Jedi battle scars. Yes. Um, yeah, he gets his arm cut off because he was... Like, Seer was trying to... The, like, what, fifth brother? Mm-hmm. From uh, Kenobi. Yeah, he was. She was trying to like convince him to turn away from the dark side, and Grease jumps in, and the fifth brother uses this as a moment to seize like Sears lightsaber and chops off Grease's arm, which um, Cal, because he was knocked unconscious, blames himself. Yeah, um, very interesting. Um. I want to, uh, I guess, I don't know, uh, would this be hot take time? Yeah, let's get into some hot takes. Hot takes. What are they going to say this week? your hot take or, okay. or multiple hot takes if you have them well this is gonna be a big one that's what she did not say yeah oh um so the video game awards they came out a few weeks ago um there was a lot of drama behind it if you have questions about what that drama is I can explain um there were a lot of snubs a lot of stuff going on, but uh, this game was completely snubbed. No nominations, no nothing. Cameron Monaghan not nominated for best performance, and I would have said, I think he has done this. Um, so, uh, to the people listening, let's just kind of... I'll spit it for you really quick. Um, pretty much... Uh, oh, he's nominated. He was? Yeah. Oh, great. Best acting. Best performance. Oh, yeah. Good for him. Because he deserved it. Also, don't get me wrong. Baldur's Gate. I can't wait to play it. I'm just waiting for it on sale. Spider-Man 2. Can't wait to play it. Waiting for it on sale. Um, so pretty much like the big drama that we got from the VGAs was a lot of games were snubbed, a lot of games weren't nominated, um, people's favorite performances didn't win, um, and 
a bunch of other stuff. It's like pretty much the VGAs have become a like this version of E3 because E3 is pretty much done for, as we know. As, yes. And so all big game announcements are going to be put out on the VGAs. I think VGAs and also just the local developer, yeah, uh, like Nintendo Direct kind of yeah. issues. Yeah, or like uh, Xbox Showcase <coughs> or... PlayStation, I, I, what does PlayStation do? The showcase. There's, it's a showcase yep. as well. Okay, but um, but yeah. So like universally, like I think Jedi Survivor was panned. It wasn't nominated for like Game of the Year and a bunch of stuff, and that sucks because it was a a fantastic game. And again, I'm sure Baldur's Gate. You know, I'd have a hard time arguing it. I don't... Maybe over Resident Evil 4 being nominated, but the rest of the game, I can ah. understand. Well, okay. Well, that, you just gotta give me one second, because it's gonna go with my wreck, but... Um, like, Cameron Monaghan did amazing mocap performance for this character. Not only in the performance of, like, the acting and all that, he also did... All the uh, the combat, yeah, and so that was really awesome. <laughs> You're kind of like, okay, why wasn't like why didn't he get as much attention? But then you have some fanboys flipping their shit about Spider-Man Two, and again, I'm sure the guy who played Spider-Man in Spider-Man Two did a great job. I haven't played the game. I can't make a huge judgment, but I think he, I think Cameron Monaghan delivered a powerhouse performance. So, so let me just ask you this, Adam, before we and we can talk about this on a different episode, just to touch on it. Is this really a snub and a controversy, or is it just like any award show where? people will get upset because the people they thought who should win didn't win and is it more of just your opinion based off of oh matthew like no i completely agree that look i'm like hey maybe the maybe Baldur's gate deserves all these awards maybe spider-man deserves all these awards maybe jedi survivor deserves all these awards yeah am i disappointed my horse in the race didn't win. Meh. But I'm not going crazy on the no, internet. You're not. Being I'm just... like, who, who dare Spider-Man 2 not win this shit? It's like, no, I'm just saying like, hey. Well, then how much of it too is, and we can <clears throat> debate this on a whole other I just episode. am saying like. Well, how much is it too that Spider-Man 2 is the most recent of these games that have come out? That's fine. So... But, is it perception bias? When you when you look at the Oscars or the Emmys and you're like, oh, look at... Ooh, yeah, we're going to get into that on the next one. Yeah, you're going to talk about Jennifer Coolidge's stupid nomination. Um, Jennifer Coolidge? Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Coolidge? No, Jennifer. You said Jeffrey. Oh, Jennifer. <laughs> anyway. Um, but no, I... Is it, is it recency and perception <clears throat> bias because it's the most recent thing in your, in your mind and it's not the... Something because that came out, this game came, came out, out so like early, early in the year. No, 
I understand that. I do. Um, my thing is, I wish it got more consideration. Um, like I said, I'm really excited to play Baldur's Gate 3. It finally um, it came out on Xbox right as the VGAs were going on. Um, super excited for Alan Wake 2. Yes. Um, Want to play that? Um, I don't know. Did you play the first one? I did. Okay. It was a fantastic game, I think. Um, I'm just, like, if you're a fan of kind of Stephen King stuff, it's uh, <laughs> it, it's the perfect uh, <laughs> yes, it is. thing for that. I want to play Spider-Man 2. I just am waiting for it to go on sale. That's just kind of where I'm at. But yeah, no, I'm like I'm ex- I'm happy for this. There were just a few like drama bits. Like one, apparently they didn't give a lot of these creative people time to uh, do accept uh, acceptance speeches. Um, they spent more time on trying to market these new games coming out and providing ad revenue for this for the network that sucks um i know christopher judge is in hot water because he mentioned that his speech last year was longer than call of duty's campaign. that was hilarious i thought it was hilarious i'm like it's a joke <laughs> i'm like they even said, like, the new DLC for God of War is longer than Call of Duty's campaign. So, I'm just sort of like, look, man, like, like there was a lot of weird stuff going on with the VGAs. And I think it, it's kind of become something a little off from what it should be, right? I don't know. I never paid attention to the VGAs because I really... In 100% of my honest opinion, they don't give a shit who wins what at these awards ceremonies. Well, because it's, it's all... like everyone has their own they all have their like, own. Because like, Sony could be like, yeah, we nominate Spider-Man 2 as our game of the year and they can release a game of the year edition. Yeah, or... and, it's, and it's, it goes for the same with movies and TV shows and all these award shows, Grammys, Emmys, Tonys. I, you know, at the end of the day, it's a popularity contest. It's... Rarely is the person who's supposed yeah. to win wins, and but don't I, get me wrong. I think, like, like I said, I can't wait to play Baldur's Gate three. I'm really excited for it, and I'm sure it's a fantastic game. I just I haven't touched it yet, and I can't like give my opinion. But I will say, like, I think Jedi Survivor was kind of overlooked. I will say between Jedi Survivor and Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom should be in that war category for mm. action adventure. But also, why was Resident Evil 4 nominated and Dead Space not nominated? And that gets into my wreck, but... <laughs> Alright. Well, let me give you... So my hot take of this game... Um, two. Length. And I didn't get to fly the fucking Earth. Mantis. <laughs> No one ever complains about the girth. <laughs> no one complains about the girth. There we go. It's like it's like a never mind. Anyway, um, anyway, you know the length of the game. If you're just playing the story and you're not really doing all the side quests while the story's going on, it's a 15 hour game. 15 to 20 hours. Yeah, yeah. and it's like 
Well, that's not bad. No, but for a full-length $70 game, give me 200 hours. Give me a... Give me some girth. No, it's like you can't have this thing be like Skyrim. No, I'm not saying that. I'm I mean, just saying... I love a Jedi Survivor Skyrim. Well, and here's my issue with these games. And I said it in Fallen Order, too. You spend too much time going back and forth between the same three planets. Like, oh, now you gotta go yeah. back here and get this one thing. That's... And then let's go over here. It wasn't a... I would have loved to have more of a galactic adventure. Mm-hmm. And, okay, now here's the next piece of the puzzle is on this side of the galaxy in the mid rim and now you got to go yeah. to the Coruscant now you got to go to the outer rim I would love if those blacked out planets became available at some point they <laughs> might be in the next game they might be just teasing you and your tender sensibilities Adam yeah. um, and then the Mantis the fact that we have this whole lead up to like it's going to be a rough flight through here and they're ducking and dodging and diving all these obstacles and it's a cutscene you did not give me controls, especially after you made me drive the speeder bike and I could do nothing besides steer. Yeah, and not hit shit. <laughs> that was infuriating. Like, let me have some fun with this now. Mm-hmm. You've given it to me. You've tantalized tantalized me with it. Let me have some fun. Okay. No, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I, <coughs> I wish me. there was a little bit more to it. Um... I mean, I thought, like, ultimately, like, I paid half price for it, so... Same here, but, I mean, I just wish... But, uh, like, I would have loved more. Like, don't get me wrong. It would have been nice. It's a great game. It's a solid game. I think Respawn Entertainment's a fantastic studio. Um, And I think even, like, the head of Respawn is now taking over, like, the battlefield, like... Dice mm-hmm. development because the last uh, Battlefield game didn't go over so well. But um, no, I, I I'd agree. Like I I kind of wish there was some like either some DLC something to kind of keep things going because it's like yeah, I finish the campaign and then it's like okay, I'm going back to like Jetta or going back to Kobol and it's like okay, well. There's not a lot left for me to do other than collect some plants and get some cosmetic stuff. Understandable. Yeah. All right. Adam, let's dive into um, a geek wreck, and then I've got something else lined up for you before we end the episode. Okay. All right, folks. Geek wreck of the week. Here we go. It's time for the geek wreck of the week. What are the geeks going to recommend? Adam, what is your geek wreck? I think you've already alluded to it a little bit. Yeah, so, um, kind of mentioning how, like, Resident Evil 4 was nominated for Game of the Year, but Dead Space Remake was not nominated. Um, I've been playing through Dead Space. It's fantastic. It's better than the original. It's, like, in every way, shape, and form. So, Dead Space, it's... As scary as any Resident Evil game. Um, Just in a sci-fi setting. And, yeah, I've been been glued to it. So, I think I've probably recommended it before. But, um, yeah, definitely check out Dead Space, the remake. I know it's on uh, on Xbox Game Pass. It's on PlayStation. I don't think it's on there, like subscription service but it's well worth it. it's really well done 
like a really good we- remake for that. So, all right. My geek rec this week is Super Mario RPG, the I, remake. I really want to play that. <coughs> it's fun. It's I mean, it plays just like the original does, except for obviously updated graphics and audio. But it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's still I haven't played it ever before. I don't. That's okay. I know JV will probably he's already beaten un- it. Unfriend me for dish. <laughs> That's okay. Um, we forgive you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. It was my um, my quick pickup before I went on a business trip, and um, it was a good playing game. Yeah. As well as just kind of, it's easy to pick up and just play at any point, and it's not like, oh, I need to finish this mission, or I need to finish this level. It's like, oh, I pause, good sleep. So Jump back in. Whenever. Jump back in. All right, Adam, before we jump out of this episode, speaking of jumping into things, we're going to jump into an episode, uh, a round of... Blind Rankings, Star Wars Edition. Ooh. All right, folks, so how this works, I'm going to give Adam five Star Wars video games. Okay. He doesn't know what five they're going to be, but he's got to rank them one through five, five being the worst of this list and one being the best. Are you, so is this going to be how like you just are like, this one? Yep. And you've got to tell me, not knowing what comes next, if it's where it falls. Understood. So the first one I'm going to give you is... Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, the N64 Ooh, game. Oh, that one with Dash Rendar? Uh-huh. I liked that one a lot. I'll probably put that at like a three. Okay. It's, it's, it's really good. It's a little clunky because it's like N64 era like controls, but... Um, Especially but, putting, taking down the... T- the the walkers that was the yeah, part, I think. But I love the Outrider is like that's that's up there as like one of my favorite like Karelian cruisers. So Alright. Next one up Star Wars Pod Racer. Oh the that's, arcade. That's, no, five. Okay. <laughs> um, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> Star Wars You ready for this? Okay. The Lego Saga, the complete edition. Ooh, I'd probably put that at two. Okay. And I have like I'm I'm only putting it there because I'm hoping you would bring forth the number one. Okay. There are two games that I would put as number one. And mind you, I'm not going to give you the two the Jedi Fallen Order or, or Survivor series. No, I, I wasn't saying those. <laughs> Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Oh damn! You've got three. No, you already used three. Sorry, you got one and four left. Yeah, I guess I gotta give it four because I'm kind of just hoping you'll throw me. I am not throwing you Knights of the Old Republic. God damn it, Matt! That's too easy. That would have been one no matter what. What about Knights of the Old Republic two? I am throwing you Star Wars Battlefield, the original one, not the new. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, then I would give you that as number one. All right. Because I loved that game, too. All right, so Adam's top five. Star Wars Battlefield, the 2008 edition, I believe it was. Yeah. Seven or eight. You get at number two, you've got Adam playing Shadows of the Empire. No, sorry. Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars, Shadows Shadows of the the Empire. Empire. We've got um, Rogue Squadron Squadron and Pot Racers. Pot Racers. Actually, I'm... Yeah, bad ranking. I'm pleased with that. I was not going to give you Nice to the Old Republic or Jedi Academy just because a lot of people were like, that's my top one or two. To be honest, I preferred um, 
Jedi um, Outcast mm-hmm. was better than the Jedi one, Academy. Yeah. Um, Which you can pick up on Switch. Yes, you can. I have it on Switch. <laughs> I was also almost thought about throwing in there the Force Unleashed. It's it's good. It's and just then like a four or three. Kind of like the problem that I had with uh, Force Unleashed was your character Starkiller. Yeah. Way too overpowered. It's really and it's fun. like, but it, it's fun. But if you look at it from a narrative standpoint, you're like, oh gosh, I'm unkillable. <laughs> I almost also threw in there Star Wars. Um, oh, Super Star Wars. The and Super Nintendo versions. Ah. Oh, that was they were super hard. They were really hard. Yes. That's what she said. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. All right, folks, well, that wraps up our second to last episode of the season. Jedi Fallen. Sorry, Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor. All right, right, folks. We both recommend picking it up. You can get it probably for half price right now. And Very it's, easily. It's, it's worth the time. Like 15, 20 hours... Still enjoyable. Yeah. All right, so. folks. Well, make sure you follow, like, subscribe, comment, tweet, tweet, all that fun stuff at Geek Drink Pod. We're on Facebook, Instagram, X, Discord, TikTok, um, hardjedinights.net. Give you some <laughs> my kobolds. <laughs> no. No. Lick my channel lore. <laughs> All right, folks, you guys have a great geek week. <laughs> Take it easy. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Tune in next week to see what our geeky host will discuss next week. Goodbye. Another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. All content. Copyright. Geek Drink Pod 2023.